Welcome back to another episode of the Criterion Cult Film Podcast. I am one of your cult leaders and host, Jordan Garcia. What's the rumpus to my other host and cult leader? Uh, oh, Danny Boy, baby. <laughs> is that was that your name now? Oh, Danny Boy, baby? <laughs> yeah. I. What do they call you? I don't know. I, I, I've never heard that song, really. Only that line, maybe. Well, they, they have the song in the movie. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm about. saying. I'm, that's like the first time. Like Usually it's just like, oh, Danny boy, the something, whatever. Yeah, the pipes know, they are calling. Yeah. The pipes they are calling. <laughs> uh, what's your name over there? But yeah, uh, yeah. my name is Armando Arvizu over here, and I'm one of your cult leaders. But Jordan, what do we do here on the Criterion Cult Film Podcast? Well, what we'd like to do here is we'd like to watch a film that's in the Criterion Collection, and then one Ooh. of us brings a film that we believe belongs in the Criterion Collection uh. that's not in it now, and we sort of try to pair them up, and hopefully they're like a little good match and a good double feature for you. What? <laughs> <laughs> and that's uh, me and Mod. We're, we, we run this shit. We yeah. run this game. And we know what we're fucking doing because they're putting Cooley High on the fucking Criterion collection exactly if uh, in editing make sure you add a couple of air horns right there bow, that, bow, bow, bow. i because, got my own uh, air horn. because again i mean that that's a really good call right there yeah. i mean that that's that's one for that's not an easy one you know no. some you know some of them can might they might be a little obvious yeah we might get like some that go in there that we've had episodes of they could be a little obvious you know i mean we did have lost highway for instance but that's sort of yeah that was kind of we knew that was kind of coming yeah it david little, lynch is sort of like yeah. a legacy guy there yeah. it feels like they're gonna do all his stuff i like that a legacy <laughs> yeah you yeah. know that's like wes yeah. anderson yeah john luke Godard. you know what yeah. i mean and Kurosawa, uh, all those people yeah are. well you sort of know they want to do everything from yeah. them like the coen know. brothers yeah. coen brothers yeah, yeah absolutely and so, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's make sure you get that or- air but horn in there for Cooley High. Today you're trying to make Rain Johnson a re- legacy guy. I, I mean, not not really. I don't want them to get all his movies. <laughs> but uh, we are talking about my picks. Uh, first and foremost, we're going to talk about from the Criterion Collection. We're going to talk about the Coen Brothers film Miller's Crossing. Yeah. Uh, and then later, what I'm bringing to the collection, <clears throat> excuse me, is Ryan Johnson's. Uh, classic. She's a brick. Yeah, house. Yeah, that's right. Like she's a brick, and Ryan Johnson's drowning slowly. Oh yeah, that's that right. Song. Brick, baby. We're talking brick, but that's going to be later. Right now, we are talking about uh, 1990s Miller's Crossing, Ooh. and this is uh, you know this is early into the uh, Coen Bros career where because of the DJ rules, only one of them can be listed as the director. Ah. That's why Joel Cohen is the only one listed as a director in most of the credits of this, Raising Arizona, and... Uh, did they switch uh, off or something? Or yeah, they would. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, because I mean, they both did it, Yeah. but they just had to give one name. So, they, you know, but they were always producers, editors, everything else. Yeah, they, all, they did everything. Yeah, they, they did everything. And so, yeah, so this is directed by Joel Cohen in quotations, like just mm-hmm. to give a big F you to the DGA, you know, yeah. let the boys play, you know, give, mm-hmm. them both, give them both credit. Who gives a shit about that? So this is from Letterboxd. Again, still not going to sponsor us, but that's fine. No worries. We're still going to use you guys to, to say the synopsis. It's no Give big me deal. a hat, Letterboxd. Yeah, give us a shirt. Yeah. We posted a shirt that you guys didn't make, but you're on there and you should make that one and give it to us. Mm. <laughs> It's a silly shirt, but that's all right. Uh, so here's a, the tagline for Miller's Crossing. Up is down, black is white, and nothing is what it seems. Not really a good 
way to describe talking about yeah and so here it's set in 1929 a political boss and his advisor have a parting of the ways when they both fall for the same woman really bad description about that letterbox sorry sorry to call you out on that but who's in this you're wondering gabriel byrne yeah he's in it he plays tom regan albert finney the late great albert finney he plays liam leo o'bannon you got John Polito, also the late great John Polito as well, playing Johnny Casper. You got Marcia Gay Harden as Verna. You got John Turturro as Bernie. You got J.E. Freeman as Eddie Dane. And I want to give everyone their credit here because everyone here is fantastic. You got Steve Buscemi as Mink. Mike Starr as Frankie. That's the big guy that gets hit with the, hit with the chair. Al the gas Ma- man, right? Yes, exactly. Al Man Mankini Tic Tac, who's the little guy who's with the with Mike Starr. And then you have uh, Mario Tedisco, who plays uh, the bartender. So Clarence Drop Johnson. Oh, no, 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 sorry. Oleg Krupa is Tad, who is the bartender. And, uh, yeah, so there's, like, a bunch of people in there that, that you know, deserve a oh. shout-out, but I can't go through all of them. Mr. Everyone, I want to give everyone their due over here. Oh, 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 because <laughs> I, you know, I, I realized that, because there's a lot of people. I mean, Francis yeah. McDormand is in there. Yeah, we'll a quick I shout out. Little camera, and, then, yeah. and then you got uh, the homie Sam Raimi. Uh, the yeah. Coen Brothers homie Sam Raimi mm-hmm. pops up in there uh, as a nice little cameo. Yeah, so that was cool. that's Miller's Crossing. All right, that um, was great. I'm gonna start. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start off by saying that it is probably because it was always uh, so. Okay, again, I'm saying this is my favorite and my best Coen Brothers. So, oh really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. So I understand that their best film is probably Fargo on the like technical storytelling level that it's probably a perfect movie in a lot of ways. It's got yeah. no fat. It's got, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's very just straightforward. It's got some of the greatest scenes in movie history. Uh, but in terms of my favorite that I could watch all the time and just really just want to quote all the time, it's Miller's Crossing. Mm. For a while it was Barton Fink because, you know, you want to have the RT one and that's the one you want to like take away from all their popular stuff, you yeah. know? But this one really, after watching it, especially this time for the podcast, it, it, it cemented that it's probably my favorite Coen Brothers movie. Oh, okay, wow. I mean, this this one I've kind of I don't have much like experience with. Like I, I've just seen it like once before, you know, and never really went back to it. Oh, okay. But I mean, on this watch, I, I watched it twice today actually, just because it was so good, you know. And oh, just, really? Oh, and okay. it flows. It. I mean, the storytelling and the way the film flows, like, so, like, flawlessly and just, like, you're brought into this world. And, like, I, I kind of didn't know what uh, Gabriel Byrne, like, yes. his, like, mm-hmm. what his actual position was. He's just kind of, like, great. Uh, yeah. you know, it's that, just, like... That it never gives that away. Yeah. Like, he's never, like, uh, you, yeah, you don't know what he's thinking, which yeah. uh, in a lot of film noir uh, or in a lot of stories mm-hmm. like this... It's it's like you you sort of can know yeah like he's letting you know there's like voiceover there's something that's like giving he's like letting you know his uh his play yeah yeah what you, yeah you're right it is great because he's playing all sides of the of the yeah. game you know mm-hmm. like and you know that's what's great about uh you know like film noir and like detective stories and you know like the Coen brothers are great at that I mean you watch Big Lebowski and shit like that yeah and and especially like I feel. I feel like a, a lot of film noirs just make the detective guy the fumbling idiot, kind mm-hmm. of, and he's just like, and it's oh go talk to this person, go talk to this person, and you know he just like right, this, yeah, like the Big Lebowski, yeah, exactly, like, yeah, 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 they do it there too, yeah. perfectly there as well, yeah. yeah. But I like it in in Miller's Crossing because this guy, 
is smart, you know, and he knows yeah. what he's doing. But I mean, he still gets like, and it's funny because he, when he gets hit and stuff, like they make him look kind of like a, a cartoonish and stuff like that, and <laughs> yeah. kind of dumb and like yeah, yeah. he looks and, all goofy. Yeah, and when he's like, he's like, what does he say when he when he's like fumbling, looking for his hat, like someone tells him after, he's like, he's like, oh, I look like a fucking like a. Some he looked like you know like a doofus or like something like not. I think doofus. he just says a fool. Yeah, uh, probably just like looking like you know fumbling for my hat. You yeah, know, or whatever. Uh-huh. And that's that's kind of like that gives the character like his like I don't know kind of humanity or like make him like you know just like a flaw. They have to give him like a, some sort of flaw or something. You know, it's just kind of like yeah, it's, it's just a weird characteristic to give the you know the main guy who is you know like the smartest person sort of in. In the movie, right, know, or right, Because like, right. he's going through all sides. Like, was it uh, Leo and Casper? Like Leo between and Casper. those, right, those, right. those two like uh, mob guys. And then I mean, even between Leo and his girl Verna, yeah, you know what I mean. He's like going through all sides of everybody. Mm. His bookie and the bartender that he like yeah. puts the bets through. Like everybody, like Mink and, and Bernie, Dame, yeah. Mink yeah. and the Dame, yeah, uh, like everybody. So like, yeah, he's really just a guy. Like you know how he always says, where he's just like, you know, there's got to be a reason. So you know that there's there like you know what I mean when when uh at one point because when uh Leo starts really getting, you know uh in trouble with the uh, the Italians mm-hmm. with Casper, uh he tells him like you know he's like oh you shouldn't do this Leo like that's not smart and he's like oh we've dealt with like worse odds than this and he's like yeah but never not for a reason like there's always got to be a reason like they're like your reason is just for Bernie like to save Bernie like yeah. you know what I mean John Turturro like he doesn't what is he worth to you and then you know obviously you find out it's because he. Her, his sister is Verna, and that like he's trying to like sleep or date her and marry her. Marry her, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he tells him that pretty, like pretty he soon, does. Like, yeah, right yeah. off the bat, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. The and, great Albert Finney. And and then there's that there's that other scene too where he's talking to Leo and he's like telling him he's like, and Leo's saying, oh, I never think. He's like, well, it's you better start thinking about starting to think or whatever. Yeah, there's know? all kinds of great lines yeah. in this. That is, the, yeah, the way they go back. I mean. Just, just because you brought, I just, just one of the greatest lines, I mean, I think ever. A lot, I mean, a lot of them in here, but like one of them is when he goes into the women's restroom to go. Uh, Gabriel Byrne yeah. bursts in the women's restroom yeah. to talk to Verna, and the first thing he tells her is because she's putting on makeup. Like, who's the war paint for? Yeah, like that's just like really great. I don't know. That's a good thing to tell a woman in an argument. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> not, I mean, just like a funny way in a movie. Boo, 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 canceled. Not uh, for real. Not in a real way. I'm just saying, like in a movie, like in a like in a yeah, funny, it's like, a yeah, funny, yeah. yeah. Like it's a good, it's, it's a good quippy di- yeah, dialogue yeah. and all that stuff. It's good noir writing yeah it's like good like like back and forth because she even like you know because she like she holds her ground she's never like mm-hmm. someone who's like weak or like you know what i mean like the femme fatale yeah. so so to say she's like she's got her own thing going mm-hmm. but like they're they're all just horrible people you know what i mean there is no person you could be like oh that's that's the person i like yeah. they're all just rotten you know what i mean which i think which is one of the greatest things Dirty about scandals. it because at first you know you well i mean not even at first well, yeah, I guess so. At first, I, at first, you're like, well, I guess I'm on Albert Finney's side because that's uh, on Leo's side because that's what that's who Gabriel Byrne works for, and that's who our main character is. Uh-huh. And then you start to you you meet uh, Joe Polito's character Casper, and you kind of start to root for him, especially once Gabriel Byrne starts to work for him a little bit. You're like, oh, he's like he's a guy who like has more sense. He's like about ethics. He's always talking about things in like a sensible way. You know what I mean? Casper, like, yeah. Uh, or he's mean, just he's like, just... like he's very just like you know what I mean. He's like, look, he's all there's, there's. He's too sweaty to be ethical. 
Well, no, I mean, because the Dame always wants to double cross uh, yeah. Gabriel Byrne. But, you know, like how he mentions, he's just like, no, he's like, if I double cross you, then it becomes this. He's all, where's the trust end? Where's it go? He's yeah. all, we need to have trust. We need to have that. You know what I mean? He has yeah. some, like, some sort of like structure to him. Where like everyone else is literally just literally double crossing each other and killing each other. Uh, I think that's just a way that's like kind of like just a ruse to put on like people to make him think, oh, he's trustworthy or has like ethical I, I things. Uh, yeah, maybe. It's I don't like, think so. Just because I feel he's, like he that, just, he's like that till the end. I feel like I mean? DJ Khaled would say something like that. Say something like what? <laughs> like, you know, something about trust or something like that. Like, oh, it just well, reminds me of some like some shit like you just say it to say it like he really has no meaning to it he's well, know, he, well he does he, because he never he i mean he never has gabriel Byrne killed like he could yeah. just i mean he's nobody to him you know what i mean like yeah. he's not really that important to him i mean obviously he's smart and he can do he can help him out in like his business aspect or whatever in the way he does well i guess Albert Finney. Well, but like you know because it's it's like he does have i feel like he does have that sort of that that structure to him that that those ethics because like yeah he could like the dame his his right hand man could literally just be like hey why don't we just double cross this guy like what do we, what is he worth to us and he should have just been like yeah you're right like just kill him you know what i mean but i don't know so I, I think for, i don't know for him to like kind of be like ah oh, you know what i didn't because i'm telling you just because i want trust like i want us to be on the same page to be friends like he's always literally telling him like we're friends right dame and you know what i mean like yeah. it's like that kind of like funny exchange but i think in the way that um you see Casper like interact with his son. It's one of those things. It's where like, yeah, you want all this trust and respect, but you know, it's the way you deliver it and how it's like handed. So you see it like, so you see how it really is. Cause like, you know, when he's talking to his son, he's like, Oh, what'd you eat or whatever. And like mm-hmm. the hot dog thing. And then the next time when you see a son, when it's like, his son is interrupting. He's like, uh-huh. look at him, blah, blah. What you, you know, you need to take a page out of his book. Well, he's right. And, yeah. But there's a way to do My that. My son better not be acting up like that ever. Take a page out. Everyone take a page out of Gabriel Burns book's character. In but this. he also is, you know, a young kid, so no, he doesn't I know. know. I know. And, I'm just and there's a way to teach people things. Well, no, and, no. And again, I'm not trying to say that he's like the most like straight standing character. But you're right. Yes, he he is that. It's just he has those in like that gangster mentality way. It's not real, yeah. but yes, it is in his world, in that like gangster world. Yeah. And then yes, you're right. Once the kid comes in, he's just like, oh, this kid's an idiot, and slaps him around yeah. or whatever. But yeah, so, yeah, no, I, no, mean, no, I, I yeah. agree with you. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I, know I, what you're I was saying. just trying to say, like, you know, to counterpoint, like no, how no, you're no, saying, abso- like, absolutely, because everyone, like, you know, I mean, everyone's flawed, but you know, like, right, right, no, but no, for I'm sure. just saying, I, like, his ethical thing, it's like it's, it's a facade. Too, well, you know like right, it's right. Not, yeah, no no yeah yeah it's I, like I, a I way it's another saying. way to play the game sort of of course you know? of course yes and each of them have like something to them yeah. that like does that yeah like i mean even gabriel burn smarts is like sort of just based on their world yeah. i mean he couldn't survive as like a real businessman or something you know what i mean like he has because yeah, he's a degenerate gambler yeah he know? just has to be that like yeah. he he knows how to like talk to mayors and like police chiefs like that because he is someone's right hand man mm-hmm. not because he'll ever be someone who like runs it yeah. or he you know what i mean like so yeah everyone is just kind of using their tools but they only work in that world yeah like it doesn't work anywhere else but that's what's great about miller's crossing is that it creates that world enough to where that you know what i mean like all that is just believable it just makes sense and all these characters like they're 
where it, where it just could be like fast talking people where none of them have a personality they're all just kind of like you know kind of uh, wisecracking to each other but here each of them have like a they, you know they're three-dimensional they have like something yeah to them. yeah every, yeah that that's true how you bring up um uh the way they're the way they speak because like you know yeah it would be like that kind of like too quippy and like really fast where they do that in hudsucker proxy which i i, I like that they do that in hudsucker proxy because it's not like a well, because it's not yeah, a noir the, detective film, but no, this but, one, it, but Cohen's know how to do it. Though. Yeah, That's exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm like. And yeah, yeah, they do it really well in this one because everyone like this movie is like really like, you know, like it's pretty. I don't know. There's nothing that like pops up out, off the screen or even sound wise, but they use that to their advantage when something does happen, mm-hmm. you know, like especially when the guns go like, you know, when. They try to uh, attack Leo at his home. You know, oh that, yeah, that's, that's that scene a, is incredible. Like that is that's, a great scene. Like, I mean, you thought. I mean, there's like you know, like RoboCop has like you know, like a gruesome like you know, like just like gun uh-huh. battle. Like yeah. this one goes off. Like yeah, I was just gonna say, like, I think the Coen Brothers in this in the Criterion version went back and edited more gunshots really? into Albert <laughs> Feeney's when he's just shooting yeah. that guy in the roof. Yeah, like yeah, when he's at, through the window and yeah, just yeah. like it's like, damn, this guy's not running out of bullets. Yeah, <laughs> then, and then then the guy shooting is just shooting. Yeah, a yeah bunch it's just of like bullets going everywhere. all over the house. Yeah, yeah. That, that yeah, that's such like a. Like back when they were like kind of in that sort of like you know because they worked with Sam Raimi and they yeah. were sort of in that kind of like grindhouse kind of like scene. Yeah, so, and and yeah, and cartoony kind of. Yes, you know, uh-huh. like you know, and th- bringing but, that to life. But but a perfect balance of that, right? Yeah. Like there's no like because this movie's very serious. It's not cartoony mm-hmm. at all. But like you said, there are moments like when he gets punched, yeah. he looks goofy, and then there's and he gets that him scene. down the stairs. When yeah, kick, like it's all like it just create yeah. like that's funny. That scene reminded me of. Batman Returns, kind of when um when the penguin like bites that guy's nose in front of uh-huh. everyone, and then but in in this one where like where where uh Gabriel Burns character gets thrown down the stairs, and that you just hear that one lady like scream for like a, oh, like a yeah. was like what the hell? Is no, going? that's that. Oh man, that's funny. I'm glad you brought that up because that was something I literally wrote down. Yeah, because I just want to say how that's like that's literally like the Cohen brothers. Or you know what I mean? I mean, you know, or I even imagine like Sam Raimi would do something like that. that I was just, know? I was just yeah. gonna say that, yeah, it's like literally like the Coen Brothers at their most like in that like time when yeah. they were working with Sam Raimi, and they were just like, oh damn, like this is really gonna make this like this little is, thing pop. Like, they just want to laugh at something like their own, yeah. like you yeah, know, yeah. Like, or but they also know that it's gonna make the audience pay attention to the thing, yeah, like because it has that, mm-hmm. like it's such like a crazy like. Ah! Yeah, like, it just—it's so out of nowhere. Cause like, who else is reacting? Who would react like that? But it, yeah, it's hilarious. It's obviously for laughs and stuff like that. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. It is. Like, it's yeah. No, no. It, I was their, just, their own amusement. You know? Bringing up the the Sam Raimi thing. So the the scene, like you know, when when uh, when um, uh, Casper actually, and you know, we do spoilers here. Spoilers here in the case of the first time you're ever listening. Yeah. But when Casper shoots the dame. In the back of the head, when yeah. the boxers like screaming, like ah, oh ah. yeah, like the way it. that film doesn't that feel like Sam Sam Raimi? Yeah, like all does. those crazy like Dutch close ups and yeah. like all those, you know what I mean? Like or Dutch angles, angles and yeah. like the close ups that they do, like the mm-hmm. the way that it is, like yeah. the way that it ends that close up, the way that it ends on Casper after the blood's or, on his face, that feels very Sam Raimi. But and I, mean, I thought, and I try to look it up to see if maybe he like 
directed that scene uh-huh. or something you know because he was uh, he had a can he has a cameo in this yeah. so i was like oh maybe he like just like you know the way tarantino let like robert rodriguez like yeah or, they direct scenes yeah in each like, other's films, in each other's films. Yeah. like I, I thought i was like trying to look for something like that yeah. maybe you know what i mean because that felt so yeah it felt like a, like it felt like him a lot but like, that, that little scene especially i mean even with the i mean it, it, it yeah because i yeah i yeah that that scene obviously pops out too just because the guy's fucking yelling he's like make him shut up yeah but it and also, all the kind of like uh really like close-ups and yeah. zooms that they do like it, it just felt but like it very, also reminds Rami, me of Rami, Rami, Rami. uh yeah it also reminds me of that scene in big lebowski when he goes and visits uh juliana moore at her place mm-hmm. and then that guy's just looking at the magazines giggling oh yeah yeah and he's like who is this guy <laughs> You yeah know? no no i mean you know? I, they're like, obviously it's so just, it's so like that's so coen brothers they've right? always like, been experts at uh atmosphere right yeah. just creating like sounds when they need you to hear them like just things are silent just making you feel uncomfortable for no reason or like or just that? like creating tension and like something like yeah. that right yeah. like it's just like he, they could have just stuck to the fact that he's gonna shoot him and stuck to that but yeah. then they just do that like ah yeah they do the wrestler like screaming they yeah. or the boxer or whatever it's just like they, they know how to create it's just like i don't know how to describe it besides like um like like graphic novel or something yeah. like well it just feels like these things that are like these different panels of like a comic book that like they they come to life right like these characters that would really be in a movie like yeah. or they wouldn't put those things in a movie or because just, yeah Looney because Tunes. writers are not yeah. like clever enough yeah. to put those things in there to create those yeah. those moments that's you know funny I, I just i like on twitter i just saw like a clip of the old looney tunes thing and uh, the guy who voiced a bunch of characters right, all the just, ones where they're just yelling. him yelling yeah mm-hmm. it's like it's like that you know it's just like so it is. Like, yeah yeah it's bringing that to life. In the best Looney way. Tunes, like, yeah. In the best, we just got to mention that because yeah. people might think that we're, you know. No, yeah, it's good. It. Yeah, in the best it, way. Yeah, and it's like, damn, more people should just fucking do that in their film. Like, you know, like yeah. really like, I mean, make it, something stand out like that or like just have something absurd sort of or like or how in Big Lebowski, he's just like he like you notice it and he, the the dude notices it, but you don't get any answers. You know, <laughs> you're just still left there with this uncomfortable guy giggling or well, yelling mean, you know you know and that's just you know this is just obviously in praise of the coen brothers but yeah. like that's yeah that's just like just a testament to how talented they are that they could just like literally write something like this miller's crossing where you know it's yeah. like you know it's a pretty intricate plot there's things yeah. that need to happen and 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 like you know cogs in the machine that need to yeah. roll in order for this story to make sense and to come together whereas like big lebowski it's like it's just like they could write something so good even though it's just like straight nonsense yeah. it doesn't yeah. like mean anything but it's also but that's like also yeah. very like inherent vice yeah uh, that kind of because i mean they talk about in the uh special features for miller miller's crossing the miller's crossing release that they took a lot from like um uh, uh, Raymond Chandler, that mm-hmm. author, Raymond Chandler, yeah. and uh, who's the guy? Hammett, um, uh, Daniel Hammett, or, uh, D- or Damshell, Damshell, yeah, yeah, D- so, yeah, something like that. Hammett, Danishell, Hammett, uh huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, I mean, we read, just listen, <laughs> we just can't pronounce the names. Yeah. And then, uh, somebody else, the guy who wrote, uh, shit, I can't remember his name, but anyway, the, the point is, they mostly talk about those two that we mm-hmm. mentioned, Hammett and uh, Chandler, yeah, and then, like, that's what they sort of took this idea from because there is a a book that uh one of them wrote that sort of has a character that's like um gabriel burns oh, okay and like where he's just sort of playing two people against each other and they sort of relate it also to uh yojimbo which is that akira uh kurosawa movie yeah. which is like where they took that uh 
the remake is known as Last Man Standing with Bruce Willis. I don't know if you've seen it. Oh yeah, yeah. I've, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I haven't seen it. Basically, yeah. where a guy pits two gangs against each other, mm. like you know what I mean, yeah. for his own gain. And so, like they they just mentioned that those were like real. Th- those authors were like real huge influences when they were writing this and when they were talking about those particular books and 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 the person interviewing them was like oh yeah like i I sort of saw that and she's like reading passages from these books it really reminds me of like scenes from this movie in a good way again like you know what i'm saying like it it was just like it makes me want to read those books because Mm -hmm. to me like you were saying earlier this script is like a script that anyone who ever wants to write like be a screen like a screenwriter Mm -hmm. you should study this script like study the flow and structure of how this yeah. like goes. Yeah, because, Barton Fink should have looked at this script. <laughs> well, I mean, they they wrote Barton Fink because they were having trouble writing this. Uh, yeah, they had writer's block for this, so that's why they wrote Barton Fink, which yeah. is kind of funny. You yeah. say that, <laughs> but yeah, so this is yeah, because to me this is like yeah, and, and like the most ways in in the way that Fargo is too. But to me, this is like a perfect script in that like. It's just got dialogue that keeps you interested in moving the whole way, but also the story is also making you wonder what's going on and who's who and who's what. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. like the tagline says, "Black is white, day is night," or whatever yeah. it said. But you know what I mean? Up but it's up, but it's also, down. but it's also funny. It's also dramatic. It's also yeah. kind of sexy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's got like everything. It's got like every element of what like I think every kind of movie goer would. And it's I mean, got who's good, the actor it's got that plays costumes. Casper? Um, uh, I just said it earlier. Uh, anyway, yeah, I, yeah, he just reminds me so much of of Danny DeVito, Danny DeVito's penguin, John, pa- John Polito. Like he just reminds me so much of Danny DeVito's penguin. Like I, he, like he, he would have been a great penguin. Like I, like I can't imagine that you know Tim Burton saw like didn't see this and kind of like sort of based like oh, stuff yeah, off kind of, of that, like, like you that know kind like, of like yeah yeah you know like or any of because i mean i don't know about that sound i just made but yes i understand what you're saying <laughs> you know like based like sure this off uh-huh. of like like they like everyone was like talking about miller's crossing because it wasn't a big hit or anything right it no was kind well of, that's what's funny is that it was released the same weekend as goodfellas oh so which makes Got sense, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, if this would have came out on its own on a weekend, how would this not in the '90s, right? Because uh, people were looking for that. It just depends. I, I, I kind of, I understand I, why it like. No, yeah, it makes sense because it's hard to sell because the aesthetic, like the mm-hmm. poster and all that, it just looks kind of like yeah, what? It's pretty know. boring. Yeah, it just especially it the, doesn't, what they have from the, yeah, yeah at that time and for then, sure. I mean, and then Goodfellas comes out, and that's what you want. Yeah, from it's there flashy. On. It's once the, you see Goodfellas, I mean, what else do you yeah. want? You know what I'm saying? Like once the once the American audience got a taste of Martin Scorsese, mm-hmm. that's all they ever wanted yeah. in a movie. Which is why, uh, and again, I'm saying this as a praise, which is why Paul Thomas Anderson is who who he is, because everyone saw Boogie Nights and was like, oh, that's the next Martin Scorsese. Yeah, and then Martin Scorsese gave Wes Anderson the okay on Bottle Rocket, so that's why everyone loves wes anderson you know what i mean so we all love martin scorsese but yeah as i was telling you earlier before we hit record i I believe you hear that joseph gordon levitt i believe (laughs) i believe that the coen brothers are probably and you know obviously this is sort of a year uh, like a decade span or a year span that i gotta think of that i can't think of now but i will say that the coen brothers are our best american directors you know, obviously we have Robert Altman. We have like a lot of great yeah. American directors from like the 70s and even before that, even from the 50s and 40s. But I feel like there hasn't really been anyone who really captures 
all across America in, in, in a way that really everyone can sort of look at yeah. no matter what race you are and be like, oh, I, I, this is a movie. This is a story. It doesn't matter, you know, who I see on the screen. It's it's hey, a great story. Calm down on over there, watermelon sugar. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying, the Coen Brothers. This is a movie. It's great. <laughs> it was a movie. It's a movie it's that a you should movie. watch, and a movie that you should watch on a screen. Like it feels like a movie. A movie's movie. It feels like a movie that someone hit record and recorded, and now you watch it on yeah. a screen. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying. It, it no, I, it feels like something that when when American audience sit down and they want to watch something, that's why Fargo is so beloved because it's yeah. such an American story. And because you just want to see mystery, you just want to see characters that yeah. pop out and stand out, right? Mm -hmm. And everything, everyone in Miller's Crossing, even like the police chief, even like the random characters, they all have like great lines. Yeah, it's like crazy, and not a lot of you know writers or filmmakers can do that. Sure, Goodfellas is great. All Martin Scorsese stuff is great, but they're all very in this close-knit thing. They don't have every single character having great lines. You know what I mean? There's there's a, there's very few characters who get to, to keep that. And most American directors stuff. well, I yeah. guess, again, the, the certain certain time span I is mean, what I'm good talking about. Goodfellas is, I mean, I think a lot of the characters have pretty good thing like go, things going on with them. And their dialogue, too, is it's good. But, yeah, I understand that it, yeah, Goodfellas just is more snappy and like it's the pop song kind of. You yeah, know? I mean, and you get what I'm saying. The... I'm not trying to like say. No, Goodfellas. no, we're not. Yeah. We're obviously not trying to say one's better than the other or anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's just you know, it's two different things, you right? Know? Like, uh -huh. but yeah, uh, it's two different things, but it's also the same thing, sort of. And just, yes, you know, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know? So uh -huh. it, yeah, that sounds really kind of like hacky and like a co a cop out way of saying things. <laughs> absolutely, <here>. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but yeah, there's like, yeah, there's no, like, but, but like when yes, you talk about yes, that, we're, we're all about, we're the criterion contradiction yeah. of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. No, but, but I get what you mean though. Yeah, yes, I mean, you're right. Cause yeah, obviously this is like, yeah, you it's watch a gangster film. Yeah. You watch this movie. Yeah. And it's a, yeah. An old school kind of gangster yes. film. Sort Where of. Goodfellas is the yeah, more, this isn't like, yeah, it's yeah. And so they know, are the same, but they're not like, so I get what you're but saying. I mean, yeah. yeah. Like I was like, how I was talking about the aesthetic. Like it just doesn't look appealing. Kind oh, of, you got know? you, got you, got and you. This, uh -huh, and then, uh -huh. but once it's, I mean, once it starts, it's, it doesn't stop, you know, you're like, Oh, you're just so intrigued by it. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's just, it, hey, shout out to Barry Sonfeld, uh, Sonnefeld, yeah. who is the cinematographer. Uh, and he, he, I mean, did the beginning of this, like the first scene kind of remind you a little bit of the Godfather? You know how Casper's going to Leo and like just trying to ask him for something and like try to like um, I mean you know, yeah, a little bit, did, yeah a little bit a little like, bit like not how it's vibe. shot but just like for the sure. feeling and the like feeling. Yeah, the yeah. way like the characters are like you know like that's that's the way coming, you start a good ga mobster, you're coming, gangster you're, like you're coming to ask me for something but Leo's not gonna that's Leo's how not you, Leo's not the Godfather you know that's he's, how you he's start a classic no, baby you know and he's like and and Leo you know he goes a different way because Leo's telling this guy no. No, I, I get you know, what you mean. Yeah, and yeah. In, and that upsets Casper. So it so and like Gabriel the, burns a cat. So the story <laughs> the story goes a different way than The Godfather. You know, Gabriel burns you know? a cat getting petted yeah. by Leo. <laughs> but yeah, and he purrs. Just, oh, he purrs. Yeah. yeah, no, for sure. No, no, I agree. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, if like you know, if you put like I don't think anyone like you just put any if they sat down and got to watch Miller's Crossing. I, they'd be everyone you'd be into it because I of think like so. yeah it's just so good at pacing the dialogue yeah and, and and also you just like you 
they're like actors, obviously, that we all recognize, but they're not in like everything, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, I mean, people know who Albert Finney is, but no one probably knows what else he's in. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows who Gabriel Byrne is, but they'd be like, uh, I don't know what else he's been in. Yeah, Rick. I yeah. mean, he's usual suspects. There's things we could name, obviously, uh, Marcia Gray Harden, like mm-hmm. there's or Gay Harden, like they, there's like a. You know, it's like we know things are in, yeah. but the the normal person you would show this to, they'd be like, they, you know, if you're just like searching through like HBO at night and yeah. this is just on, you're like, oh, this is like some gangster movie. Okay, I'll yeah. just check it out. I've, I don't even know what that one character is, but he, I, I recognized him. He was in Blood In, Blood Out. I had to look it up. But I was like, why do I recognize this guy? He has like kind of like the, he's like that white guy that kind of has like the pimply kind of scar face. Uh, uh, when so when the Dane, uh, breaks into uh Verna's apartment, I forget. And then uh, the, these guys go into like try to shoot him, and he like is stepping I, I on his hand. Exactly where he, I oh. think they just showed him when. Yeah, I don't know. Well, anyway, that's besides the point. <laughs> it is absolutely yeah. besides the point. What I was trying to say, Mondo, yeah. is that uh, Miller's Crossing is a great film. Do you want to do last thoughts, or do yeah. you have any kind of like big? Uh, things to say about it uh, I mean I, that's what last thoughts are for so yeah, I guess exactly. here we I, go I mean the only thing like yeah it's like how you're saying about uh, Barry or yeah Barry Son- Sonnenfeld I believe it's Sonnenfeld yeah Sonnenfeld yeah. again uh, we again we know how to read we just don't know how to pronounce <laughs> but anyway you know because <laughs> like, it is kind of it, like you know the cinematography it's like I think it takes a minute to like kind of really like get like it's niche you know where it's like because it starts off kind of really like I don't know, the shots are just kind of, like, wide or, like, medium or whatever. But, like, then it starts to get, like, really into itself and more exciting. And, like, you know, like, oh, yeah, this look, yeah, this is, I mean, it, but it just looks beautiful. Like, just because of the scene deck, like, the set decoration and all that. And how much, like, attention to detail all these things have, you know. Like, and and especially this scene where, like, when they try to, like, uh, kill Leo in his house. Like, like, you never, you never see, like the guy make the right moves kind of and and leo does all those like he gets under the bed and shoots their feet you know yeah and then, i mean like, jumps out funny. the window and that, all like you know like that's a really good point that like yeah he's like dumb in the like like in the in the sit down and like talk sense but yeah. he knows how to handle himself yeah and, like, shit like that yeah. which is really cool yeah i mean that and i don't i i feel like you know everyone always plays it where like you know it's the girl running up the stairs instead of like going out the front door you know it's always that and then leo does exactly what like you should do like and it's just that's almost like uh i don't know you would see that in john wick now because yes. you know yeah yeah but for sure. it's you know like the, it's just an awesome scene because he does do, like he jumps out the window he does like all this stuff he's yeah like, and, and the way awesome. albert finney does it yeah. too the way he's just so straight <laughs> yeah. faced when he throws that yeah. shit out the window and he, and obviously it's not him who's it's like a little cartoony too but it is but it, 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 it really it's is like, it just in like the best way yeah especially because again like we talked about earlier the violence that takes place in that scene is fantastic I mean, it's just like you want the coen brothers to be like that all the time yeah but i'm glad that they're not yeah they know because, how to because you know that's sort of that that's there for tarantino yeah like, exactly they know how to keep their shit like yeah. you know what i mean and and i'm saying that it's bad because tarantino does it i'm saying he does it in a good way he knows how to do the excess yeah or the coen brothers know how to like do an excess but for like one scene and then kind of keep it laid back. Sorry. Yeah, they I, know. Uh, no, yeah, I'm they know how to say no sometimes. Oh, yeah, we yeah. can't just keep like 
like shoving that down their throats. They know how to like, you know, like, yeah. no, take it back a little bit. Let's go back. Like, and, and then, yeah. And, and then when they go out, like when they go all out, they go all out. And I'll just say that there's just something about a Tommy gun shootout yeah. scene. It's just, if yeah. you could do it right, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, and they do it so good. Just like you got it. You got to You just got to have a guy who knows how to hold a Tommy gun. Yeah. And Albert Finney, God rest his soul. Knows how to hold a goddamn Tommy a smoking gun. smoking gun, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. He just like, looks great. Yeah. And so, yeah, so that's, you know. Well, yeah, moment. that's my yeah. last thoughts. I mean, Miller's Crossing is great. I'm I'm glad I've, I'm really exposed to it now because, you know, right. I can I, I mean, I appreciate it and understand it more, I guess. And, and I don't want to, like, you know, put you on any spot because I'm not trying to say, do you have a favorite Coen Brothers movie? If you don't, you could just say no. It's fine. Uh, like a one that you're just like, oh, this is the best, uh, in my opinion. I don't know. I've, I mean, they're all just a lot, most. I mean, they're just they're just all like too good to like pick one. It's like right, it's well, really hard to like choose. Like okay, you know, well they're not listening, so yeah. don't worry, Dave. You know, like, like uh, oh yeah, you're all you know eight. like it's sometimes it's raising Arizona, Big Lebowski, or I mean I have I really like Cudsucker Proxy a lot. I don't even though that one doesn't get a lot of love. So just say that one. Yeah, I guess Cudsucker. You know it is. You heard it here. You heard it here first, folks. Hud Sucker is, uh, according to Mondo, the best movie that ever was ever created. And uh, if you're, <laughs> and list, I'll die on that. If hill. it's not on your list, you're a bunch of losers. Yeah. Put it on your AFI top tens, you morons, or your what is it? The uh, there's like a bunch of lists that they do where it's just like these magazines that get critics to do their and filmmakers and stuff. And if you don't got uh, what was it? Hud Sucker Proxy. On the list, you're fools, you're idiots. You heard it here first yep. because that's probably going to get a release also. Yeah, because it's one of their lesser known ones, and I feel like they're kind of going through those ones that are not uh, so yeah, the one I, so much in the spotlight. The and release, Blu-ray you know? I have of it, it's like a Warner Archive one. Yeah, see, there you go. And so I will say that uh, uh, okay, so we obviously do uh, you know ratings for the Criterion oh. movies, and you know uh, zero to five, but you know it doesn't mean anything, uh, you know. But we just like to do it to like you know. Yeah, yeah, make Spotify I mean, this happy. This is this is five Hudsuckers, baby. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. I like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, and my last thoughts is, uh, you know, if you haven't seen Miller's Crossing, I would definitely suggest checking out. I believe it's on HBO Max. Um, no, it's not. It's not. No, not anymore. It was on there for a long oh, time, shit. but they took it off. Is it not, is streaming anywhere? No, it's just you have to rent it or something. Well, you you, you it was on it. Netflix for a long time too. It was. It was on Netflix. Uh, but you you. You should rent it, or no, just, go or, out and buy the Blu-ray <laughs> from Criterion. That, yeah, get the Blu-ray, obviously. But you know what I mean. Some people might not have, might not have seen it. Well, but, I, but it's probably like it's probably like five ninety nine on like Apple TV. So just rent it. Just no, do what you got to do. Buy the Criterion Blu-ray. God damn it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll do that. So do that. You hear that? Either like don't rent it. You're gonna want to own this movie. Hudsucker Proxy is the best movie that ever existed, and you better buy fucking Miller's Crossing. Amano's gonna. You know, sucker, your yeah. proxy. He's gonna come after your <laughs> yes, and, and <laughs> we're trying to cuss here. <laughs> and <Are> uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh. But uh, my last thoughts are: this is in again. I believe this is probably the best Coen Brothers movie uh, because 
again it flows so well it has like it it's such like a perfect like uh in that in that period piece like it feels so much like that time even though i've never existed in that time it feels like that's exactly what it was like yeah. you know what i mean yeah like that that must have been what it was like and how uh, where it's it, like not to exaggerate or it's not, not all exaggerated yeah, yeah. you know like this feels like yeah people being it feels real, real people like yeah yeah where, and wh- where i want to be gabriel Byrne. but they would you know they would make or the actors would have too much of like that, you know, like old timey accent, New York kind of thing going on or anything, but everyone just feels so genuine and real. It would be know? all gangster squad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she. Yeah. It would be like, oh, oh, oh right. Oh, okay. It would she? just, it would just be not. Yeah. yeah. And, and they just like know how to make, even with that dialogue, that snappy dialogue, they know how to make three dimensional characters. Everyone is fantastic in this film. Uh, the Coen brothers are great. Obviously, we know this. And, you know, we can talk about how this is about, uh, you know, loyalty and about how, you know, as he says all the time, nobody really knows anybody. And it's all that stuff. But, you know, better people have done it. You buy the Criterion <clears throat> Collection Blu-ray and you can read about it in the great, you know, the yeah. great little uh, essay they have in there. Also, you got to get it for the interviews that they have. They interviewed Gabriel Byrne, John Turturro, now. I mean, yeah, they're a little older. They don't remember much. But, hell, it's now. And they're talking about back then. And that's what we want to hear about. <laughs> what you're seeing is now. Yes. What's happening then <laughs> already happened. <laughs> and that's, We'll go uh, back to then. And, it, and that's the beauty of uh, physical media. And uh, that's what we like to preach here. Get physical media. Uh, Five-star uh, Miller's Crossing. Five, five John Turturro's. Five... Uh, you know what I mean? Five, just uh, look in your hearts, <laughs> look in your hearts, look in your stars. You know what I mean? That's 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 how great this movie. Look at this. I mean, that guy's gonna come up right now. We have it on right now uh, in the background as we're talking about it. We're just looking at how beautiful it is. Oh, uh, thank God. Never mind. For Miller's Crossing, and thank God for the Coen Brothers, a, a real American treasure. Seriously, I mean, people like want to talk about presidents. Want to talk about like. Uh, <laughs> You know, like Civil War heroes, or like just like the worst kind of like Americans. What in is the going world. on in that hallway? Why is everyone in there? Because there's a war going on. Oh, okay, gotcha. They're ready. To, they're, they're 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 they gotta protect. Uh, they're they're protecting Leo, and the people might come up the hall who are sketchy. And so anyway, as I was I was trying to give like a, a whole American speech back here. If you're not listening, oh, okay. So uh, the new American, uh, the new Captain Americas, <laughs> or the, the Cohen Brothers, is what I was trying to say. <laughs> oh, okay. So, uh, all right. Well, I'll edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, check out uh, Miller's Crossing. Uh, and now we're going to get into my pick, Brick. Pick the Brick. You know what they say. She's a brick and I'm drowning slowly, baby. That's right. I'm bringing Ben Folds 5's Brick. She's not Mighty Mighty? Actually, uh, no, oh. she's not. She's, uh, she's not she's letting not it a, all hang out? No, she's not a brick house. Oh, she's okay. just a brick. Okay. So we're talking about Ryan Johnson's Brick. That's what I'm bringing. Yeah, and uh, that's from uh, 2005. Oh wow, shit. And so, you know, I you know I don't know. Look, uh, this is Letterbox's tagline for this for Brick. What was it? It just says a detective story. And it's like, look, maybe maybe they figured out we're reading their shit. I mean, maybe they're figure maybe they figured out we're reading their shit on our podcast, and they're just like trying to get us to like. You just send us an email and tell us to not use your thing anymore. <laughs> Don't just put shit like this to like deter us. All right, yeah. you know, like be a man and tell us to our face you don't want us to read your shit because this is just awful stuff. That last thing we all right. Anyway, 
teenage loner pushes his way into the underworld of a high school crime ring to investigate the appearance of his ex-girlfriend. We've all been there, fellas. Yeah. Don't act like you haven't. Just a bunch of bored, rich, white kids yeah, selling of course. drugs. You know? I mean, it's called uh, life. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, who's in this? You're, you're thinking uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt as Brendan. Emily de Ravine as Emily. Nora Zetner as Laura. Lucas Haas as The Pin. Damn. Noah Fleece as Tugger. Matt O'Leary as The Brain. Noah Sagan as Dode. Uh, the uh, great and powerful Megan Good as Kara. Uh, Brian J. White as Brad Bremish. And then you got a bunch of other people, too, that are everywhere. But that is uh, that is Brick. And uh, so I'm bringing Brick to the collection. Uh, because, again... You're really trying to put a brick through our podcast for this one. What is that trying? To, what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just... You're trying to act all crazy. Now you're trying to act like Ben Folds 5, and I don't like it. No. I don't like it at all. Because, you know, uh, this is the only time Ryan Johnson's ever been right about anything. <laughs> I'm kidding. I like Looper a lot. Uh, but... So, what we were talking about earlier, where I was talking about how... There is like a right off the bat, Brick is just well. Okay, so the reason we pair, the reason I paired these two is because Ryan Johnson says that he uh, uh, was inspired by Miller's Crossing to write Brick. Okay, you could obviously tell that in the way that the story folds out in the term, in the way that Brendan Jorson Go, Joseph Gordon Joseph Gordon Levitt's <laughs> character pits the two. Well, it pits uh, Tug and, and Pin against each other. Yeah. And then everyone against each other, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And But also in the way that he tries to create that snappy dialogue in the yeah. same way that they do in Miller's Crossing. Yeah. Try to have them do their own kind of like... It's it's its own world. Well, the whole setup is just like classic noir, you know? Yeah, yeah. A, a, a dead dame, you know? dame A dame getting between, you know... Well, him again, and another guy. Well, know, I mean, you know, and then drugs or something like the you know. the other girl, the alive one, is mm-hmm. the dame, not the ex girlfriend. Yeah, I feel like right. That's or no, no, that's well, like they're the, both. Well, like, I guess that's a femme fatale. Yeah, I guess you're right. Um, Emily is the dame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but it's like you know, um, I'm trying to what well, anyway. Uh, you know, like uh, Sin City starts like that with uh, you know he's in bed with someone and she she's dead. You know. And he doesn't know how she ends up that way. And then, obviously, this brick. But that was just like video of Mickey Rourke, though. I think yeah. I think that you're talking yeah. about. That's, That's not a just movie. a real life. That, <laughs> that was an episode of Entourage, actually. That was his plastic surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Go yeah. ahead. But yeah, like, uh, so yeah, you fi- it starts off with the dead woman, you know, on, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you don't know, like, how did this, how did we get here? You know, right. it kind of just like throws you into that kind of like you know it was like oh okay what's going on and then then it goes like two days previous or whatever and then Mm -hmm. you see her come for help and then it kind of just you know this whole kind of mystery unfolds and he has to figure it out and he's not fumbling like you know like a lot of well and and the thing is is that the detectives and a lot of it is not really him he does he is figuring it out yeah but it is also him just sort of yeah, trying to really get the real truth mm-hmm. in the sense right yeah. like he like you know what i mean like he knows the people who did this but mm-hmm. he's just trying to figure out who really did this yeah like right like as he says in the end 
right? Like, I know who shot her, but I'm trying to figure out who put her in front of their gun. Yeah. Which is like a very noir thing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a very noir. It was, a, noir, it was noir, like this weird noir. sweat. Yeah, it was a setup, you know, yes. where uh-huh. like they knew they were going to shoot like, someone. Right. And like a lot of that, like, a, you know, a lot of noir stuff is like about that, right? It's yeah. like... It's it's like solving the mystery, but a lot of the people solving the mystery have some sort of principle mm-hmm. that they're really. It's like sure they find out something, but then they're just like, but I was really trying to find out this. Yeah, there's, you know what yeah, I mean? something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's just like, well, did you really love me, or did you, you know what I mean? Whatever the yeah. thing may be, and so they like, they, yeah. Then that's like that sort of. You're all that I love. <laughs> it's sort of like it's 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 Gordy Levitt's thing, right? Right. He's like, he he sort of knows. Well, I mean, he doesn't know right away, obviously, who killed Emily, but he yeah. knows where it comes from, right? He knows mm-hmm. the source of it. Mm-hmm. He's just trying to figure out why she ended up there in yeah. that tunnel. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Which I think is obviously a classic noir thing in, in a way that obviously that uh, Ryan Johnson is sort of obviously playing with because this is a high school, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I was going to ask you, and we, I mean, you were obviously mentioned it earlier, and maybe this is... but. I, d- d- do you think that that this does not age well because it's like high school? Do you think that it not like a uh, transfer? Like the, like you know what I mean? Like it, you were kind of saying that it's very two thousand six, two thousand five. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, it does feel like that. Uh, I mean, a few of the scenes, kind of, you know, they're just kind of laughable. I mean, you know, and it at that I mean so that happens. I'm Do you not, have like an the example? Uh, uh, one example. Oh, there's a couple I mean, you, of, you said it a yeah, bit earlier. There's the, one example the, where the only thing I love. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, but it's also where um, Emily's character meets uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's where he eats lunch during, uh-huh. uh, you know, school or whatever. Classic noir you know? uh, trope. Yeah. Lunch. Classic. But, and then uh, <laughs> it's, but it's like, you know, like it, they're like, obviously they had a relationship before. That's why, but they're broken up now. It's like, and it's three months from when they've been together, I guess. And like, yeah, she's just talking to him about, um, you know, oh, I couldn't, I couldn't just sit back here with you, hating everything, and blah blah blah. And I was like, where did this come from? Who cares? Like, well, I mean, yeah, it just, it's just kind of laughable. It, like, it's, it's the just, backstory of the character of Brendan. I mean, like, it, that's like, right? That's like something, right? That's why she's not. That's why she can't be with him because he yeah. just doesn't like anybody yeah he's like nothing to anything but he but he thinks he's like better than everybody but he's yeah. really not no of course not yeah it's yeah. like i i understand what he's no no doing, i no no know. but the scene's like laughable no no i get what you're yeah. saying but i'm just trying to like it's say also, like, where I that mean, comes from for anyone all, who hasn't seen the scene i mean yes it is a bit it is kind of like 2005 emo yeah like song in some yeah. instances, you know, it's, it's very is, matchbook romance. It's also very, yeah, high school, I guess, you know. But like, but also, I mean, it's supposed to take place in high yeah. school, so you yeah. can't fault it for being. I'm not, yeah, it, it's like the dame being like, "This is where we used to eat." Like, mm-hmm. this is the cafe where we used to eat. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, except I mean, it's in high I school, mean, so they have yeah, to Nora's, eat lunch. Yeah. Noir stuff is just cheesy anyway, kind of. You know, yeah, it's, it, really it's that. very much that. It very much because points out those when you things. saw Sin City, you were laughing at it. When it, I, I thought, was. when I took it very fucking seriously, <laughs> I was laughing. At you it. know, like and again, I like Sin City. I'm not yeah. trying to say that I, yeah. but but yes, there there was but there was a silliness like, to it because I I hadn't read it like you had. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so seeing it, yeah, I understand like seeing it like that and taking it very like, uh, yeah, because when I saw it, I was like, oh yeah, this is fucking awesome. But also when I was first reading Sin City, I was like. This is like a bad 
like late oh, night uh-huh. movie the dialogue right but, right, right but i'm reading it and it's really fucking good though like it just makes sense like there's like a real fine line between uh-huh. you know it's teetering on like eh, but also this is good or you can just so take saying, it for what it's wait, wait, wait you're saying break is not good because I'm not, no i'm not i'm not saying i mean in terms of like that sense in terms of like the the the, the fine line i don't yeah i mean i just think some scenes like in like some lines like you know fall on that but but I, have, and, but, and, and it's just but i'm but i feel like the but i feel like you can always use the excuse that it takes place in high school so it's not but, supposed to be smarter than high school you know what i'm saying yeah and but, it's, but, but but it is but obviously, obviously think, this but, movie is like and it feels like a young man's script you know yeah like very yeah, much yeah. so like but it's, it's uh, but uh, but i feel like also too it's a young man's script obviously yeah. but it's also a young uh, person who like sort of loves film noir yeah and wants sure. to set it in a place that they sort of are familiar with yeah. at that time you yeah. know what i mean like he he's probably you know obviously he didn't just come out of high school he's probably been in college no, yeah he's he been wrote, working on this movie forever right right, right. but but what i'm saying is like yeah whatever, but, but whatever it, but it, <laughs> <laughs> which is a which is pretty much the timeline here yeah. on criterion right? whatever, whatever, whatever whatever so we're gonna on since whatever whatever, whatever. yeah <laughs> but no. like but you know what i mean like so him t- i I, th- I don't know to me that's that's sort of interesting yeah a lot of things don't age one well, i'm not trying to like disagree with you yeah. but i would i'm just sort of defending it because it's my pick oh yeah but, I understand. but in the sense that like uh, i i think that like that's kind of cool you know what i mean like he was able to kind of like to me, I think he found a good balance of like, yeah, there's some cheesy high school stuff that doesn't age, but a lot of the stuff really is pretty cool. Like, it still feels very like, like I don't know. I just really like the way that the Brandon, the Brendan character carries himself, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's like a, you know, it's like a classic kind of film noir thing where yeah. it's like someone who does these certain things, but the way he like tucks his hands in his jacket and mm-hmm. closes himself off, like you know what I mean, like. Yeah. It's also like this yeah, idea of like, look, he's, it, it, but it's yeah. like, he's closed off, but it's also like, he's like falling apart, like inside yeah. and he's like trying, he's to, trying hold to hold himself, himself together. together yeah. 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 It always feels like there's like one cloud over him and it's right. raining on him. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, he's like walking like that classic, like kind of like uh-huh. the twec- de- 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 <laughs> detective noir guy. You detective. Know? detective. The yeah. Detective. We got Donald Duck on the pocket. <laughs> we got a detective here. <laughs> but, no, no. <laughs> but okay, so, so let me just explain like what, you know, how you're like telling me like how I, of course yeah, but, yeah go for it yeah. so yeah like I, I actually hadn't seen brick in a while like you know i i mean and i liked it when it came out it was like oh this is awesome this is yeah, so who cool. did like you know yeah. and then but some of the dialogue got to me a bit you know like where it's kind of like too cutesy like where juno was like we all love juno but now you oh, i don't juno. know if it's as cutesy as like juno but i i mean <laughs> but you know what i mean I, like, yes yes i, I get the point and then but don't like, compare this to fucking juno okay <laughs> right, i i I like uh, Diablo Cody, but anyway, I'm, and that's the problem. <laughs> you don't like Ryan Johnson, you like Diablo Cody. Oh, you want to see Diablo Cody do Return of the Jedi or yeah. whatever the hell it's called, The Last Jedi, whatever. The Last yeah. Jedi. Uh, the last. No, break. but yeah. So yeah, I mean, I mean, but I can't. I like when I was watching it, I was like, so, some of those things stood out, like where like she's explained to him why she couldn't be with him. I was like, ah, that's so like yeah, I get it, but it's like kind of like just I don't know. I, well, but but, but I, don't you understand? Jordan, hold on, hold on, hold okay. on. Okay, yeah, yeah, all right, uh, sorry, sorry. So, yeah, I was like, but I mean, I can't, I, I don't, I, that, those things, those things and scenes don't really, they don't take down the whole film for me, you know? Right, I right. can understand, like, the no, filmmaking no, sure. behind it. And also, I really respect it because it's like, it's so simple. Like, the shots and the framing and the story, like, maybe not necessarily the story, but... 
like just the filmmaking behind it it's nothing crazy like it's nothing that like anyone who had two cents about them and was trying to make a movie obviously this is his first film right ryan johnson's and it's like oh shit like yeah like i said you have you had those two cents about you you could anyone you could have made this movie you know like it's not like anything anybody i'm saying if they were trying to make a film like you know really like trying because it kind of feels a little simple and like yeah like nothing crazy happens or even the shots it's just like kind of like i'm not saying it's a bad thing you know Uh i'm just saying that ryan johnson had the eye and he could do it you know like the sense about him to actually get it done and do all this uh, stuff i mean i I don't know about that because i feel like in this film like literally every frame like means something to move the story forward not a lot of filmmakers who first make a film know how to like be confident enough to like you know like literally like every frame in this movie is like moving the story forward it's like giving you a clue to the next thing that's going to happen yeah whether no, it's like a cigarette whether it's like you know like it's just like different things you know I'm, what I mean? I'm saying that yeah the filmmaking is really clever and smart oh, no. oh and, yeah, yeah okay you know stuff but also it still feels a little amateur a little like but in a good way where you know he's still finding his footing but he's smart oh, like, okay you know oh, like yeah yeah like, i mean he's sure. like you yeah, know yeah. like it's you could see first. like yeah, the yeah. potential like but, just like with wes anderson like you know ball rocket like that like there's nothing crazy about that movie, but it works so fucking well because I, I get what you know, you're saying. No, no, for sure, for sure. You know, I like, get what you're saying. No. And yeah, like yeah. the shots are like, oh, I, like I mean, if you I, were really trying to do something, like if like you know we're really trying to make something and do something, you, it, there's no reason why you couldn't, you know, because the, it makes it look yes. kind of easy. But I'm, but I know it, it's it, not because no, it's no, hard I, to put all no, those no, no, I, I get what all saying. those parts to work together. No, no, cohesively. You're, you're right because I that's what I, I'm saying. I completely agree because I feel like that way with the script. Mm-hmm. It makes it seem like obviously the script is like pretty clever. I yeah. think, and I think it like does a lot. Like you know, it's it's it it does a lot with the characters as well. It makes like use of everything. Yeah. It doesn't just throw things in there to be cool. It like feels like things like make sense for like you know to move the story along. Yeah. And like, uh, but I think like you know I, I would I would be like oh yeah I could write that like I could I could write the brain I could write yeah. stuff like that. Well you that's know what, what I'm mean? saying like that's what you but, see but, the but, filmmaking yeah. too and be like. Dude, I could fucking do that. But know? in a good way. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. And I'm not trying to like, you no, know, just you discredit him or anything. Ryan Johnson. I'm just saying like, it's knives, very like. Knives out your ass. Like he doesn't do anything crazy or anything. Like the shots are like, you know, like, you know, anyone not. I mean, you know, if you had, if you had the eye Whoa. and stuff, you could get those shots. You know, they're not like. I mean, I, I guess, I guess you're trying like to that. get me back for saying that I could just write scripts better than Kevin <laughs> Smith. Now you're trying to say you could just make a Ryan Johnson movie. All right. Yeah, well, I okay. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't think so, but it's okay. Called, uh, Only because again, it's, I, I really do think the compositions and the things he does in this film, obviously, you know, I don't know if it's amateur, but it does feel like very much like a first film, mm-hmm. but it, it is, it, it, to me, it, it just feels like he was confident enough to be like, I'm going to set a, a fucking noir film mm-hmm. in a high school. Whereas, like, we would, we, you know, there there's so many people who I'm sure wanted to do that who mm-hmm. would have, like, you know, that it could have been, like, an LCC Punk or something. Or just, no, there's I, just, like, I no good that. film. And, again, LCC Punk is a film that I enjoy, but there's no good filmmaking behind it. It's mm-hmm. only, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, here, it really is, like, that. there is, like, He's using shadows. He's really following like a lot of like noir formulas and really like using 
imagery whether it's like uh, you know tug's car yeah. you know the cigarette using stuff like that using the bracelets that uh emily has mm-hmm. just like things like that that like you know color palettes and things that really create like you know the white beanie that tug has like yeah. just like creating these like things that like these signature things which are the same as like you know fucking uh, uh in miller's crossing gabriel bird's hat mm-hmm. you know what i mean like those those things like that where i really feel like yeah, you know, I mean, obviously, I agree with you. Like, there are some like things where you're just that's, like, oh, that's this what is like I'm high saying. school. Like, but, obviously, but it's Ryan I, Johnson. I think this is because, like, we were talking about earlier. Like, because I think this film like has a lot to do with like class, right? Mm-hmm. Like you were saying how, yeah, that that is like a dumb scene where she's like, oh, I don't want to hang out with you because you're just all sad back here in the thing. But but like the the whole reason behind that is because like she's trying to be like something Move up else the social ladder yeah she's like moving and she's trying to be something that she's not right mm-hmm. she's a drug addict and she's just like she is like down in that social ladder she's yeah. not gonna go up there and but she wants to be mm-hmm. but that but but you know rich people use them in like games like mm-hmm. you know what i mean like they're just like oh let's just get them high and like use them as oh this are you blah, saying blah. they had cruel intentions they did <laughs> exactly it's exactly that <laughs> and that's like you know what i mean like that's pretty much what uh you know that's that's what she's like trying to say like i couldn't just be back here but she's gonna be with dode yeah. you know what i mean that feels like a fucking crackhead or whatever the fuck yeah. he's supposed to be and it's it just like she she but but it's because brandon you know and i'm not saying he's right but he was like trying to be like like you know what as most film noir uh detectives are punk rock well no no i mean as most film noir detectives are they're just like they're on their own they're like lone wolves. Yeah. They're not like because they they're questioning everything all the time. All the time they know people's intentions. Same thing with Gabriel Byrne, right? Like he's not like, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah, he's looking the, out for himself. Yeah, number one. Yeah. And, and the way that you know Verma is just like, oh, let's go. She's like, let's move away. He's like, what? Me, you, and your brother? Like, what the hell are we gonna do? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, he's just like, I just like getting drunk and like gambling and just like getting yeah. punched. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that's sort of. And in a, a way, man, yeah. and and that's kind of Brendan in a way, and that like yeah, he's not getting drunk and doing drugs, getting punched, but you know, and also, all right, let me just say this: there's like a thing where uh, in the Criterion Collection thing of Miller's Crossing, where the person that interviewing John Turturro and Gabriel Byrne, she talks about how when when you all every time you see Bernie, no one else sees him. John Turturro's character, it's always Gabriel Byrne. Oh yeah, it feels like that. Yeah, and, and that's supposed. And then she was just like asking, like, is that like sort of like supposed to be like Gabriel Byrne trying to kill his like bad side and becoming mm-hmm. a good person? You know what yeah. I mean? And that's why you don't see him. It's like a metaphor for that. Yeah, yeah. And to me, like I was sort of seeing like in a way, um, uh, Emily as like that sort of like metaphor for his for his own addiction mm-hmm. that he like used to be hopped up on drugs yeah. and he's trying to get rid of it but he wants to keep it still mm-hmm. you know what i mean he's like still it, yeah there's a part of him still fighting for it i thought you were yeah. gonna bring up because i saw that there was like a conspiracy that uh brain is in uh joseph gordon levitt's head you know because no one i mean else, that could be something too you know, yeah because, but, but also i mean but he gets notes from the the girl though from oh. brain I, but I'm not directly to like you. Just I guess you them, don't you know? see that happen. You know? That's true. It's like yeah, a, yeah. You know, weird transaction or whatever. But yeah, yeah. That that's a cool like kind of concept and and a deeper look on the film. You know that. Well, only because well, yeah, and, because and that's Brent, what I mean. Like you know, like that's what I'm saying. Ryan Johnson, like he really worked 
the hell out of the script and the and the filmmaking you know but i could see where like you know like it where it's obviously much easier to just you know like kind of like you know be that first time film and it just and it kind of sucks or where everyone is trying to make a movie right and it's just like oh yeah you just were trying to shoot it you really didn't think about it yeah and obviously you can see that in this in brick ryan johnson were like really fucking worked on it and like didn't just like oh we'll just shoot this you know like he really planned it out thought it out and that's where like you know he kind of makes it look easy but obviously it wasn't you know no, it wasn't but, and, all, and all these shots like look i mean when you know, like Brendan's been waiting for Emily because yeah. she wanted to meet with him, and as soon as she he sees him, <laughs> he runs. Yeah. I know it's a scene you don't like, yeah. but he like runs towards her. Yeah, and that's always like you know that's like a visual thing. Yeah, like any like lesser director would have just let them meet, like mm. cut it to where they just yeah. meet. He he wakes up and sees her, and then it just cuts and they meet. Yeah, and that that's what I'm saying. Everything is like meaningful every shot is meaningful like he's really thinking about what he's doing here he's not just trying to make a cool like high school noir movie like he really cares about what these things mean when you're watching it and yeah sure it is a little cheesy and it is a little you know high schooly but i think those other things those other those other shots that you see and the, and the way he handles them yeah you know what i mean it just I don't know. It just well, I mean, obviously too. He just like look, he studied film, you know, and watched films. Yeah, and knew like, you know, uh, you know, he could like and use those shots purposely, purposely, and you know, could really and we're telling his story, not just cool shots for cool shots' sake. You exactly. Know? You know, like that. That's yes, what I like exactly. too. Like you know, it's just one of those things because that's the like that's the thing when when you're trying to do something and you're like, oh, I'm trying. Like, you just want all these cool shots. You just but there's no purpose there's no reason behind them you just want them to look style you're all about style and no substance and this you know has all that you know like and and i and i love the backdrop of just and it was filmed in san clemente his hometown Mm -hmm. and i love the backdrop because it's that because it's the boringest suburbia ever you know when they you know how they talk about like suburbia in the 80s and all this shit like all this everything just looks the same like now 2005 suburbia like was so vanilla and beige and but it looked i love the backdrop of it because it like and no one and it's like it's hard to make that look exciting but it looks Mm -hmm. so cool in this film you know and there's other films that like you know i've tried to use like you know especially around this time like those indie films that were like you know filmed kind of like in these kind of like suburban areas where they're like rebuilt and like look really more like just really bland and stuff like that but this one really you i feel like brick really uses that that this suburbia to like you know like really show something you know well yeah it's It's like like everyone is so fucking bored that they're like they're just these rich white kids trying to like sell fucking drugs and like you know making well yeah making things it's, like it's, they're, they're like a, they're, they're a just, higher class using bored. these yeah like, they're know. bored so they're using like poor people and yeah. like just getting them hopped on drugs and yeah. just watching them like destroy each other yeah or whatever and see what happens let's yeah. see what the mice do you like know? they don't like, they don't care that like yeah. you know someone's pregnant or whatever the fuck yeah. they're just like oh yeah just like yeah, yeah do drugs or and just die. shoot the fucking you know the meth head yeah and we're you know, willing for no yeah. reason and we're willing to just be like oh brandon did you hear 
so-and-so died yeah like you know and she's just like some rich like broad (laughs) rich bitch (laughs) no i was gonna say broad because i don't know i was trying to think of like what they would say in this or a rich twist okay yeah a twist right that's what they call him in miller's crossing Mm. just like she's a twist yeah I think they say that or sw- a, a switch. I don't know something. Yeah. There's some sort of thing. I think twist, but, yeah. but like, yeah. So that's it's like she's like the femme fatale in this. Like there is really none in Miller's Crossing, but mm-hmm. there is one in Brick. Yeah. Where she's like the one trying to be like, oh, like, yeah. I'm, I, I miss you. Like, please. Like, and like hugging you and stuff. Yeah. But she's literally doing that to like play you. Yeah. And he's always aware of it. Mm-hmm. Like, which I think is great. Like he never falls for that. Like, I don't know. I really like. The character yeah, of he's Brendan. down to make out when it's time to make out dude. well of course <laughs> i mean who isn't i mean that's the femme fatale yeah. that's what they get you to do you know what i mean yeah. he's not immune to that yeah. he's just a high schooler <laughs> dick. He's, he's joey gordy levitt high school boy <laughs> he still is a high school boy he's straight from he's straight <laughs> off the third rock from the sun yeah exactly but like I, I really Lithgow taught him everything he knows i really do like the because the character does i mean obviously because ryan johnson uh, you know, was inspired by Miller Miller's Crossing, yeah. but but his character does remind me of Gabriel Byrne in the sense that like he like he he's still like he's not like you know Gabriel Byrne's not like a tough guy, but he's still like down to take a beat and he can like still kind of yeah, fight, fight yeah. in a smart way, mm-hmm. like the way he fights Brad Bremish in the mm-hmm. parking lot mm-hmm. is not like a tough way. He does it in like a smart way. Well, where he, he like kind of takes a cheap shot. Well, that's what I'm saying, but he knows that. He knows that that's what has to, you know what I mean? But he also knows that, like, he, like, knows what hits to take. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he knows what hits he can take, and he knows who he can, like. And then also, that's the thing, is that he did that because he thought he was going to get his ass kicked. Mm -hmm. And then he was just like, oh, yeah, this fool's just, like, a sap. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is, like, another great, like, noir detective thing. Or just yeah, like, they know how to fight. Yeah, but yeah. They know how to take a beating too. Yes, obviously. They, they know how yeah. to take a beating, but they know how to like smart fight. They'll scrap. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Like in the way that Brendan kicks his like ankles. Mm-hmm. Like it's not he's he knows that that's the only way he's gonna be able to yeah. do it. So he knows he's like, all right, let him take me down. And that's why he's gonna bring me down, and then I could just fucking boom hit his yeah. ankles, and he does the same thing again. He knows like how to take a punch in that way. Yeah. And I think that's like really both of uh, these films, Miller's Crossing and this, have like really good like fight scenes mm-hmm. where people are like getting punched and stuff, and it feels very like uh, like ballet. It feels like uh, like for a reason. It's not just random, right? Like no one just like swinging on each other. It's not just all like random and crazy yeah like every punch and everything is like a move that makes sense and it's supposed to happen for yeah, like whatever uh, the thing is you know now that you're saying how you're talking about it, it kind of reminds me of uh they live and the roddy piper fight yeah it does you know yeah, where it's yeah, like for sure where it's like a real like everything is know. very like it, you feel every single thing because it's not like some action scene where just like they're cutting it up yeah it's not all, all over fast the place. but it's just like a real yeah. kind of brawl you know it's just like, like you see when when you when he kicks when when Brendan kicks uh, uh, Brad Bemish's fucking ankle, you see that, mm-hmm. and you and then it cuts to the reaction of like ah shit, yeah, you know what I mean. And it's not something where it's like and all yeah. fast, you know what I mean. It's like it's showing you the effect of each hit, mm-hmm. which is what a good yeah. fight scene is, you know, yeah. supposed to be. It's supposed to move the story forward in a way yeah. and give oh, yeah. you like, and they you know, feel they feel the hits, you know. Yes, and it's not everything hits. is just like all like snappy, or right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so like when he does that, like that's such a good scene because he's like he literally is like he he he's going there to get his ass kicked. Mm-hmm. He's like, this guy is supposed to be the guy. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get my ass kicked. Let's see what's up. 
and he take you know what I mean? He takes yeah. off his glasses and then he doesn't get his ass kicked, so he's just like, All right, this was not the guy. Yeah. So I gotta figure it out. Like I gotta go shake some trees. Like and the dialogue here is really good too. I mean <laughs> the things they say here is real like great. Like the stuff you know what I mean? Like a lot yeah. of the stuff that he says is just like really like cool. You know? Like just um what is it? Like uh well it's sort of like one of those uh, well, I'm thinking of. I guess I'm thinking of Miller's Crossing, but there's something he says in here. No, no, there's something he yeah. says in here that's like the same thing. Yeah. But like, because in Miller's Crossing, she's like, "Oh, I bet you thought you raise hell," and he's just like, "Honey, when I ra- when I raise hell, you'll know it." And like uh-huh. here, like in Brick, he says like something. Yeah. Of like the same like sense, you know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. Yeah. So I, there, there's the, like good stuff like that, and and again, what about there's a there's that one scene when the uh, when they bring up Tug. And then Brainy's like, oh, it could be a drink? <laughs> like, you know, like a uh, uh, fucking... Uh, yeah, vodka and milk. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's just... Uh, what is that? That's a, kind of a white Russian, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like... But it has... That that goes nowhere because it's just... They're just talking about that guy, Tug. How do they not know about Tug? Well, I mean... That's kind of like... I don't know. He's not like... I mean, he's not some, someone they would know. You know yeah, what I mean? I guess so, because yeah. he's just not like anybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's outside of the high school. Yeah, he's outside of the high school thing. He hangs out with that older. I mean, you know, the pin is like a. Yeah, Lucas Like, he's like a 25 year old. He should be like in college. 30, yeah. Yeah, he should be. That's also another kid. He should have kids. I mean, (laughs) I don't know why Lucas Haas doesn't get more work. You know, it's just Ryan Johnson and Christopher Nolan using him. You know? Well, you know, it just. He's got sort of like a certain vibe to him. You know what yeah. I mean? He he does, and he's he, you know he's obviously good here. I think he's great here. Yeah, I love I love. He, he's him used perfectly here, yeah. but it, it does very. He still always feels very young. You read Tolkien. <laughs> That's what he says in Inception too, <laughs> and he gets his ass killed. Uh, no, but he always just feels very young. But I'm yeah, he's a great actor. Yeah. I don't know why they don't use him as often. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but I, for, I completely forgot he was in this film. But here he, but it was, but he and it was a nice surprise fight. to watch it again and see him and he, him do such like kind of like a great job. Like I know his character is like sort of like kind of that cheesy kind of thing, you know, where you think of like you know like you would write when you were younger or something. But I, I, yeah, I just like it. You know, I was just well, for, like, I mean, his, it, it, like, it's very much just. I mean, it, because it's, like it's, it's very scene- film noir in the way that it's just like somebody. Who just like you imagine like you know in a lot of those stories it's just like some rich guy who has a cane yeah who's just like please i need you to help me do yeah. this thing and then he turns out to be like the bad guy or something mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's like very much in that vein but also he's like in a different class too but he's raised his his level because he is like the guy selling or like making like yes. you know because he's middle class he's but not, he, yeah he's, he's not, not rich, rich. Yeah, yeah yeah he's not yeah. like uh, upper class yeah. at all and so but, that's yeah. why it's like, uh, yeah, that's why there becomes that kind yeah. of split and war. Yeah. Because Tug, he's trying to be upper class. He's a white boy with a white beanie. Yeah. He ain't trying to be a no fucking. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. yeah, he's not trying to be middle class. But also, too, um, what was I going to He's Pac Sun, baby. He's Zoomies. Like, you know, the whole thing with, like, the mom and them having, like, Joseph Gordon-Levitt in the basement, like, and just like she doesn't know what the fuck is going on in her house. I mean, I think. I mean, that's, that, I mean it's played for laughs for sure, but it's I kind mean, of. I think like, that's very like. I mean, honestly, like. That, I, I mean, know. that's very uh, 
telling of like white suburbia. Yeah. Like that they really don't know what their kids are doing. Yeah. Okay. Like, I mean, honestly, like it really is in a lot of ways because there is no like sense of that. Right. Mm -hmm. Like they just think these are all just nice. These nice little white boys that are just, you know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Joseph Gordon-Levitt is just a nice, but they're all just into crime and just getting girls pregnant on the football field. You know what I mean? They're just like, Uh it's like, they're not, like, yeah, I, I think that's sort of what he was trying to say yeah. with that. I yeah. mean, honestly, I, th- I really think, yeah, it is played for last, but I really do think he has an extra layer for something. Like you said, I don't yeah. think he ever puts anything in here because he thinks it's cool. Yeah, or that yeah. he thinks, oh, this is You're really right. funny. I, I, yeah, I like that explanation. Especially, too, because they don't show Joseph Gordon-Levitt's parents. Right. You know, Yeah, like, exactly. So they it's don't like, show the poor people's parents. Yeah, they yeah, just yeah. like... Yeah, they're obviously at work or they're just right. home alone all the time. So they are getting into these kind of like wild things that these rich people can just lay traps for them. Yeah, you know? literally when there's like the war going on with Tug, there's all those people in the house and the mom's pouring all of them like like milk. Yeah. You know, and there's like a bunch of dudes like with like bats and shit. It's all. And, yeah, they all and look that's like why, little tugs. Like, yeah. And that's why it's like, yeah. yeah, like they wouldn't like that. That's what's funny is that yeah. like she's just like so oblivious to yeah. it. She's just like, oh, this is my son. Just these are his friends. Yeah. Like and that's what most of white suburbia yeah. is, especially middle class, just, upper class, any class of white yeah. suburbia. They mostly just don't care what their kids are doing. Yeah. And what like, that's why. Oh, and that's why these kids can be out till midnight meaning under bridges you know what i'm saying like and just like because it is suburbia too yeah it's like and and like nobody cares like their parents don't care and i think that's like and you know that's also like why i think this movie is great too because it 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 talks about like social like classes and especially in high school like how that works you know what i mean how you know how like you know, kids who don't have money get used by kids who do sometimes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, still cutting your teeth on freshmen. Exactly. Like, used to be a freshman once. Yeah, it's like know? stuff like that. And like, but, it's just uh, like freshman year. <laughs> and, and instead of trying to be all knives out about it, yeah, he's being a brick about it. And yes. I think being a brick about it is better yeah. than you know because he's he's like layering it with with, with what. What I think, like, what what film noir is supposed to be about, right? Yeah. Where film that, noir is always, always about, like, blue collar. Where that like knife people. thorn made no fucking sense. Yes. But Brick. Yes, of it course. It has so many of layers course. to exactly. it. Exactly. You know? Yes. You're right. Like, he called it Knives Out because uh, he wrote, like, right? He's supposed to be an author who wrote about Knives Out. So like that, Those were the names of his books. Yeah, yeah. And then he has a knife, knife chair. Yeah. And just, that's just, like, some dumb shit you write, you know? This is what you write in high school. That's what you write when yeah. uh, fucking Disney is giving you too much money. Yeah, I guess I don't know, but this, but that's what I'm saying. This to me has more soul than that. Yeah, right. Like Knives Out has no soul. It, it's like really trying to tell you, like, hey, immigrants, they work for us. White people, stop yeah. being fake liberals. Blah blah blah. This is talking about class in a way that's not like hitting you over the head. Yeah. It's like showing you in 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 a classic in the classic film story so or storytelling yeah, way. That's and where, the, yeah, the, the high school noir. setting yeah. really works, you know, yeah, because exactly. it's broken down into so many yes. different layers of the class, you know. It's we're like always like no matter what, even to our own devices there's always going to be like you know hierarchies yeah no matter where you are at work uh you know what i mean it's just there's always something there there's always someone who makes more money than you yeah there's always someone who doesn't make more money than you know what i mean there's always someone who's smarter than you there's always like these things that you're gonna have to like deal with and you know sometimes they're acquaintances sometimes they're friends Mm. you know what i mean and you know I, i don't know exactly what 
you know, the point of brick is, you know, I think there's a lot of different like layers of it. You know what I mean? That you can look at because I think, you know, in, in the end, he sort of figures what, like, I don't know if he really grows, right? Like, what what does he grow from? He's just sort of like, oh, yeah, like, I should have, like, left her alone. But yeah, it, that part to me is very, like, high school or it's just sort of like, because, you know, I mean, I think a lot of people could, a lot of people could take both of these films as, like, oh, these, these like you know these whores they like you know they are the cause of the problems mm-hmm. in terms of miller's crossing yeah. you know what i mean they could be like oh verna she's the cause of the problem because she cheated on blah 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 where they don't realize well, that mean, the guys I think, themselves i think that's also just the thing like you know the thing with noir is like how they always kind of end this well, that, that's of what like, i'm saying i mean yes. that's chinatown baby yes you know? well but also like in most noir like the like the women are like the problem right yeah like they're the reason why these things happen they you know what i mean they're the reasons why guys get into trouble yeah in the old in the old school noirs yeah, yeah. you know what i mean and no, that's yeah, just the way yeah. it was and but here I, I don't think that yeah no no that's what i'm saying here they don't do that yeah okay. in miller's crossing and in brick they don't do that they step yeah. away from that right mm-hmm. like but i but i feel like if you don't really read it the way these movies should be read mm-hmm. you can see that is like oh yeah the girls are the problem yeah like you know you could be like this little boy be like well emily if you would have just loved if you would just ate lunch with joseph gordon levitt <laughs> you wouldn't have been dead it's your fault you know what i mean yeah same thing with like verna and like miller's crossing like oh why'd you go sleep around you caused this you know what i mean it's like a guy thing but i think these both of these films do it in a way that they you can watch these films and realize, oh, yeah, that that's not what they're saying. That's mm-hmm. not yeah. at all what they're doing. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not that. It's just it's everybody's fault. Everybody's just a part. Yeah, of it, Everyone's you know? playing a part in this like scheme. Making, yeah, you know, like, especially especially in Brick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're, they're, like Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character is not clean at all. You know what I mean? He's got a lot of flaws. Yeah. And he, in a lot of ways, pushed Emily into that life because of the way he was. Yeah. Because of his anger and his in the way he walks around all closed up close to the chest being all you know what i mean like all grumpy and that's you know what i mean she she left him and went to dode and to tug into everybody because he was like that yeah. you know what i mean so it's it literally is in kind of a lot well, of ways she was his just fault. trying to find her place right but she well, got, of course of but course. she got pushed around because she was but you but, know she was just one of those but in the, the way that you people in, saw her as just like oh i could just fuck around with this exactly. person and like yeah leave her but also in the way that like he really probably did i know you think that seems cheesy but i think he really did love her he it was the only thing he did love <laughs> <laughs> but i but also yeah. like I, I think that like yeah like she like she just couldn't yeah. stand being yeah, around him will, like that yeah well that where was he's his, just like and he's not willing to grow and be like yeah, a person exactly he's willing to just be like i'm the smartest person in the room and i was like take your like yeah. chill like no one asked you like you know what i mean he just wants to let everyone know well i mean that was his problem that he that was the only she was the only thing he's loved you know like that's yeah, yeah, kind of for like sure. that's yeah. like a weird toxic trait or whatever you know? yeah it's, like, it's, it's absolutely you know, yeah, and yeah. It, and yeah and for it him, clouded him and it yeah. pushed her away yeah and him and it, for yeah, not yeah. to realize that yeah oh well, yeah he needs to change and like because yeah who wants to be around this fucking guy that's just eat, like eating lunch hating people they, you know? i mean he doesn't have any friends yeah I mean, brain, like you say, you, you know, you mentioned that it might be a figment of his imagination, and it might be. Yeah. 
because I mean, his brain is alone too like i mean yeah, he yeah. Could just and it's just like this just, thing where he's just like and also he's just sort of uses brain you know what yeah. i mean he's not really friends with him you know what i'm saying yeah it's like a weird uh yeah yeah that's where that's where it's like one of those things where it's like yeah it's like the part of your brain oh you're finally coming to use me now you don't have any friends you're gonna use your brain you know, it's like that weird, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, that, it's that's very true. like a little on the nose, but you know, yeah, but, yeah, for I sure. Mean, no, no, but yeah. I mean, again, I, I, you know, my thing I think is like really on the nose in the terms of like, I think Emily represents his old addiction that yeah. he I, was sort of like, you know, yeah. he was the one who was like that. Like she is this scene kind of bothers me where he's like, uh, you know, like, tra- like, like where the principal and him are trying or vice principal are like making a deal, you know? Or trying to like, you know, you stay out of my way. No, you can't do that. Well, you know, you know it's, it's like, really it's, like it's like the cop and the, the his lieutenant. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's supposed to be like that. You know what I mean. Like that. But they yeah, have to have that. In a, in I, a yeah, I understand. You know I understand. But it's just like, like one of some, those things where it's like, eh. like I, I can't I can't get behind it because it's just so like it is so cheesy and like kind of like like just because he's a student it's like what the fuck like, well you're not that, yeah. i know you, you just gotta get in the world it. you just need to yeah buy you it. just gotta go in the world but, that's the world but also i know it like that uh, these these points these like these things that that stand out to me is like i like that i don't like it doesn't ruin the film for me you know it's i can get past them but they just stand out as mm. those things like I don't know. I thought we were the bl- brothers bloom, but you got your knives out. <laughs> <laughs> got but your yeah. knives out for this one. All right. Um, I don't know. What do you where do you want to go? Where do I want to go? Yeah. To Bricktown, baby. <laughs> Brickhouse. Yeah. Um, no, look, I'm just you, you wanna do you look. Yeah, you can do your final argument, I guess. Okay. Your final All right. push. Alright. Okay. So I think that in in terms of like film noir and, and you know the reason this belongs in the Criterion Collection is because film noir is you know something that you know has been done to death especially like back in the 40s 50s you know what I mean they did so many so many great stuff you know mm-hmm. Humphrey Bogart you got Double Identity you got Nicholas Ray directing a bunch of great stuff there's a bunch like Billy Wilder you know what I mean there's like yeah. so much great stuff Sweet Smug Success there's so many great things with the snappy dialogue stuff like that but it got kind of stale you know what i mean going yeah. into the later years and into nowadays and obviously miller miller's crossing is a great example of them fucking getting that shit going but i think brick really belongs in the criteria relation because it revitalized that for our generation there's a generation of people like us and i think people now discovering it and even like a bunch of other people who you know sort of just like may have found it through watching the last jedi or whatever the hell you know what i mean like knives out the stuff that he makes now that you know it's not that great but you know what i'm saying they 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 found it through this you know they found brick through that or whatever yeah but this i think is a staple of american noir you know i think you know it should be up there it is it is literally it revitalized that genre it made all of us who just love a good emo song want to write something like this all create us, something all of like us this. a detective huh exactly yeah. and what's wrong with that and it and it you know it brought our boy little alien boy joseph gordon levitt to the forefront and made, made us realize that the boy can act and, and this is some really great acting here, especially physically. I think Joseph Gordon-Levitt, we didn't really talk about that, the acting too much, but I think Joseph Gordon-Levitt 
physically embodies a great character here. He's done a lot of great uh, uh, acting stuff, especially back in that time. But here is probably, if we were going to give him an Oscar for anything, I think it'd be Brick. Mm. Because literally, that's like such a, like a, you think about like Long Goodbye, right? Uh, a fucking Elliot, uh, Elliot Gold. Gold. And like, yeah. and, and like these, uh, these certain kind of noir, kind of like, you know, Gabriel Byrne, like they have their certain kind of swagger to them. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt has his own thing. Yeah, it's like this closing, like emo boy closing in his with his jacket, but it, it's its own thing, and it feels very like much like you know, it feels like very much like a character. And all this stuff is done fantastically. It's a great film, Brick, and I'm drowning slowly, baby. Yeah. I love it. I love Brick. Uh, Ryan Johnson, make more bricks. Stop making knives. Stop just not. I'm not saying make brick sequels. Make more films in the vein of Brick, where you don't have to be so, oh, let me tell you what my message is, and hit you on the head with it like Knives Out. And we don't need a Knives Out 2. We sure, we certainly don't need a Knives Out 3. I mean, yeah, he's thought, I mean, he thought he was being clever with the first Knives Out, and that was just like so like, oh. Yeah, I mean, it, just, it, just, it doesn't have the funk and the flair of Brick. Brothers yeah, Bloom and, and just Luther. having all those characters and like you know trying to make the trailer like oh this is gonna be a fun movie you know like and like when yeah when I when we saw that it was just like oh this was like hashtag get Joseph Gordon Levitt back in Ryan Johnson movies yeah that's what he's missing uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt was in the Brothers Bloom guess what didn't like it <laughs> oh he was in Looper guess what loved it <laughs> anything after that. Well, I guess Joseph, Joseph Gordon-Levitt had a cameo in Brothers Bloom, cameo in Last Jedi. Oh, in Last Jedi? What was he? Yeah, yeah I'm not sure. He might have been... There's, like, something that he's in, like, makeup, though. But no not no Knives Out cameo, and that's probably the one that I'd like the least. So, Mondo, I probably can argue about this thing all day, but that was my final argument. What do you think? Is it is it in or out? Well, because I predict we predicted the future enough, yeah. and I'm doing it here right now. Yeah. Well, Jordan, you made some, uh, you know, some valiant arguments. I would say <laughs> valiant or valid, <laughs> valiant a valiant effort. I would say. I guess. Oh, okay. You know, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I I mean, I loved Brick when it came out. It was, you know, it's like, you know. It wanted inspired us all to try to be detectives, try to be filmmakers, try to write scripts, all these things. And honestly, like, yeah, it still has that kind of pull too, you know. But I, I mean, I'm, you know, since starting this podcast, I'm a little more seasoned, looking at things a little more critically. You hear that, folks? (laughs) We got a seasoned man here. (laughs) What are they seasoning them with? Some old bay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a old yeah. spice. Anyway, it's, keep going. It's Cheerios <laughs> and apple juice thing <laughs> with a country cup. Thing. But anyway, yeah. I mean, so I mean, there's just things that I that I probably you know when I when I used to watch uh, watch it back in the day or a while ago, like it, like 
these kind of things wouldn't stand out, you know, like, but now, like, you know, how I was saying, like, you know, just some of the stuff, like, is just, like, at cheesy and doesn't, like, kind of age well, and it feels a little 2000, you know, five, six years, but, I mean, that doesn't, that doesn't take away from the film at all, like, you know, that's just me trying to be, like, you know, yeah. Obviously no, for sure, uh, yeah, obviously, yeah. Obviously, it's not a perfect film, but yeah, yeah, you it gotta is, bring, yeah, it you gotta a, bring up the flaws. It was, yeah. uh, it was, you know, it's still a film that, you know, like, and that, that's one of those things, too, like, you see, all the potential uh, Ryan Johnson has in making this. And then, you know, and I mean, he's gone on to do like, he uh, be like, you know, a pretty big filmmaker, like, you know, but, and, and then I, yeah, like I'm saying, like, you know, like I, these are the kind of films that, you know, do belong in the criterion collection too. Cause it shows like, you know, like, uh, you know, not every film has to be perfect or this or that, you know, it can show, it can have flaws. It can have like, you know, like not everything has to be like you know like shining to a t like it shows you how like things still need to be worked out and like you know nothing needs to be perfect at all and like you know brick and it's also like how i was saying like it's an inspiring film and it inspires i think filmmakers like people to be filmmakers you know like i could see like someone seeing this for the first time like and not like you know and really like enjoying any kind of films yet like until they see brick you know when they're younger or something you know yeah yeah like so i i do think it belongs in the collection you know for i mean it is a great script and and the filmmaking and the camera work is great but all, like also it just shows you you know you know like you don't start off perfect you know like you get there like and it gets there and but i mean brick is pretty that clo- ryan johnson <laughs> brick is pretty close to like you know like one of those uh-huh. you know, yeah yeah and 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 it has a, a Kino Lorber release. Yeah. But you know, it's it's pretty thin. Bare bones. It's pretty yeah, yeah it's pretty you know, I mean we wanna get the cast back together. I think that it was the same on the D V D what was on we, the We wanna get an interview of Tug's White Beanie. We wanna get like the real scoop of what happened. You know what I'm saying? And we want more Lucas Haas, honestly. Well, I, I think just you know, I, again, a lot of times, you know, there's a certain kind of thing right so you can look at like criterion like mm. uh forums or reddits or comment sections on their facebook and people are just like you know what like they're like oh like you're releasing uh devil in a blue dress what about that that 1929 russian film uh <laughs> called like the man went to sleep in the hut and never woke up and yeah. it's like three hours and it's like you know what i mean that's that's and a beautiful then, film. I don't know if you've ever seen and it. Then, and then and then, it just, and then like you know what I mean. And they're just like, why is why are you releasing that and not this? Yeah. Uh, Wally. What about you know what I mean? Like and it's just like oh, what about short circuit? And I think <laughs> <laughs> and I think and I think that's like what you know like we're we're trying to like obviously because there's no way to watch those kind of films right so we're trying to like put a spotlight on films that obviously have been seen people know brick people know these things we're talking about you know what i mean but we're trying to like let people know that just buy physical media Mm -hmm. because all these movies that you like they're not going to be by the criterion blu-ray of miller's crossing i own it (laughs) i've got it i've also got the kino lorber brick but i'd love a criterion brick i'd get it because i love physical media and what i'm saying is you people should too and start getting it because you know it's gonna be it's it's they're gonna take it from you they're all gonna take it from you it's just gonna happen so you know 
do it to it and break us in the collection so you know you heard it here first and again we'd love to do you know because you know i could already you know you just hear certain things right and i'd love to do all these like smaller films that we that have never been heard of before and and do episodes about them but you know we're sort of trying to do things that we just like and that we've seen that you can see and then we'd love to dig into more deeper stuff but that's got to come later you know what i'm saying we're we're you know you got to give us this leg room to do that thing you do you can follow me at saves mondo (laughs) save underscore mondo and all those things including letterboxd (laughs) where uh, you can see all those small films (laughs) yeah and rate them and talk about them well you know nobody nobody wants to talk about that nobody wants you know no one wants to talk about anything where can we follow criterion cult uh i don't know criterion cult pod on twitter and instagram just type in Criterion Cult. We're popping. You'll find us, baby. We're gonna, you're going to find us. You're going to find us on Spotify. You're going to find us on iHeartRadio. You're going to look for us. You're going to find us on Apple Podcasts. You're going to find us in that breakthrough window. <laughs> if you, <laughs> if, if you, you don't listen or subscribe. I mean, and if you don't start watching smaller movies, watch it all. That's I guess that's, that was the point I was trying to make. <laughs> watch all kinds of movies. We love all kinds of films, but mostly physical media. At Young Jane Fonda on uh instagram you could look up jordan garcia on letterbox thank you guys so much for listening thank you for joining the cult uh again know that we're predicting this shit yeah. and stop uh playing with us stop it we already did coolie high don't listen the criterion send me a, a gift bag or something yeah at least Get a me in the closet put me up put a hoodie on me get a hoodie on me i don't baby. know why i'm not on the supplements uh, honestly there there should be a, a mondo like essay and the coolie <laughs> high thing where he's just like these fucking <laughs> he's all this shit's fucking sick but I alright thank you guys for listening